Welcome to the Mommy Matters podcast, where Mommy Matters is a double entendre that states and declares that mommies matter, where we have conversations surrounding Mommy Matters from conception to pregnancy to postpartum, mother and father wounds, dating, mindfulness and self-care, spirituality, parenting, discipline, legislation, money, and so much more. It is my hope and my prayer that the information that you gather here serves as a blueprint for generational and individual ascension. Enjoy. Thank you for joining me for this month's episode of the Mommy Matters podcast. And this month I am talking about the implementation, my experiences with the implementation of evolved parenting or conscious parenting. I call it evolved parenting because mommy evolved. Um, you know, if you listen to or are um, familiar with the work of Dr. Shafali Sabari, then you may call it um, awakened parenting or awakened families or whatever you want to call it, um, conscious parenting, all of that. There's different words for it. Whatever it is, um, there are these, now thankfully there is this movement of parents who are learning to do things differently with their children than what was done with them. And I um, personally knew that I wanted to do things differently from the moment my daughter was born. Did that mean that I knew how to do the things? <laughs> Did I know that that meant what all of the things would encompass? No, <laughs> not at all. But I knew that that was what I wanted. Um, now, this is not a one size fit all. Everyone is not going to do things the same. Everything is not going to look the same. So, you know, just be mindful of that and know also that in the process, there is so much to unlearn mentally, emotionally, spiritually. It is very taxing. It is not an easy process. However, it is absolutely worth it to invite more connection, closeness, love, trusting yourself and your children um, or child, calmness and peace in your home and in yourself. Um, all of those things are the results of that I have seen of practicing this way of thinking, being, doing. And so I really want to, um, I wanted to talk about this because I put a post up on social media about an experience that I had with my daughter where um, I had, and I'm just being very transparent, I had um, signed her up for, for a lot of years. People had told me about this um, program where you sign your child up for um, the, this program that helps you get into college. Um, and in that, they, you end up getting 
you know, scholarships to go to boarding schools, private schools, community schools, etc. Um, and, you know, as people who are breaking generational patterns, we can often get into a pattern of thinking that it has to look a certain way, right? So we think that, you know, getting a good education, a better education than their parents did or um, being able to buy certain things and all of those things is a part of it. Now, that may be a part of it, um, but I am now understanding and seeing that the, the foundational piece of whatever the outer success is, is always going to be the inner connection. It's always going to be the ability to communicate well, the trust between you all, the um, engagement, the whether or not you can listen to each other and share tools and, you know, and everything is not going to look perfect, <laughs> okay, in this. But I'm an advocate for more of the mental wellness around it than just gathering the things, right? So I would, you know, what parent or what child wouldn't say that they would have traded to have more time um, with their um, children or have more of a deeper connection or, you know, those kinds of things. Right. Um, those kinds of things are certainly more important. So to my story. So I had applied to to for my daughter to go into this thing and. Um, you know. She begrudgingly would, you know, it started in the summertime. She got in. She had to take this um, class for a test that you take to go into to a private high school. And so she took that class. Um, I paid for her to take the class. So I'm like, oh, you're going to take this class because I paid for it. <laughs> okay, basically. Um, and then, you know, during that time, we got into it. Um into a uh, argument, a conversation, a conflict, I would say, um, because she felt like I was, in, in her words, gaslighting her into doing something that she didn't want to do. And while her saying that really hurt my feelings, because I'm like gaslighting my own child, I'm not gonna gaslight my child and this all that's ridiculous and I was upset. But in this conscious parenting thing, being able to sit and reflect is a powerful thing. And so upon sitting and reflecting, um, you know, I realized that some of the phrases that I had heard, you know, and I thought that it was okay to say, I did say, and that could be considered gaslighting. Um, such as, you know, because I paid for this, you have to do it. Um you know, those kinds of things, um, those kind, I can't even remember some of the phrases that I said, but you all know what it's like when, you know, <laughs> if you pay for something and your child doesn't do it or, you know, is not doing it well and all of those other things, you may say things that, um, you know, the child may feel threatened or other people may feel threatened in, you know, or feel like they're, they're not, 
being compliant enough for you, right? And so, um, and if you don't know what uh, gaslighting is, um, gaslighting is a a way to manipulate someone um, by into questioning their own sanity. Like, are, am I doing this? Is it true that what I'm doing um, or what I felt was true? Um, you know, you know, that feeling when, you know, you, somebody tells a child, oh, you're not, you're not, you're okay. There's nothing wrong with you. Um, you're, you're fine. Why are you acting like that? That kind of thing. Um, so, you know, I may have said, oh, you're acting like I'm doing something wrong or, you know, things like that. And the truth of the matter is my child is very strong willed and she knows what she likes and what she doesn't like and what she wants to do and all of those things. And so for her, you know, me saying certain things is, it's kind of like questioning her trust and belief in herself and her sanity. Right. And I think that many of us can can attest to or know what that feels like, especially as a child, when it's like you really want something, you want to do something, um, or you have interests, and your parents are like, that's not, you know, that's not sensical. I think that that's what the definition is. But this goes to that, the way that we develop a relationship with ourselves based on the way that people respond to us, including our parents. So that summer, it it continued. She still continued to comply, albeit um, definitely not at the 100%, (laughs) not doing doing it to 100%. So she continued. And about um, maybe a month and a half ago, it came to a head again because um, she, it was getting closer to taking the test that she had to take the actual test. We registered for the test, etc. And she sat, I told her that she had to, you know, get on it. And first of all, one of the things might, maybe when you have to constantly tell your child to do something over and over, and it's like a struggle for them to do it, you either need to find ways to help them do it, or it's just really something that needs to be let go, Right. Really something that needs to be let go for them to find their own way to it or find their way to something else. So she sat at the t- desk, her at the table in the dining room and was doing it. And it was just like, I just really don't want to do this. And just started bawling, crying, 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 crying. And I mean, crying, crying, like not a little whimper, like, <laughs> like crying. And I'm like, okay. I had to go within myself, really go within myself and say, Cecile, what, what do you, what is the, what do you feel that you're, is being gained from this, truly being gained from this? What is the, is this really worth this? Right. I had to really ask myself these questions because you know, the level of stress that it was causing 
um, it wasn't worth it. <laughs> it wasn't worth it. Um, and so I certainly had to um, shift after asking myself these questions. Um, I had to really get into whether or not I, um, it was just if, if it was important. I really had to ask myself, why am I requiring this? Am I showing her that I trust her? And am I putting too much responsibility on her mind too early? Right? So oftentimes when we're thinking about our children's future, we, we try to get them to do all these things and to be all these things to ensure their success, quote unquote. But really think about the ways that we have been taught the same about achievement and doing all this stuff. And then um, we grow up and we're struggling mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Okay. So we have to think about that. We have to really think about whether or not the uh, ideas that we're putting onto our children are is something that we've actually lived. And oftentimes a lot of these words that we use and these phrases that we use is that, you know, this will be better for you in the future and future and all of these other things. And it's like, okay, well, if it's something that the child is interested in, right? So if I know that my daughter, she's showing interest in, I don't know, art. My daughter does show a lot of interest in art. And so, you know, finding different artistic things for her to do. So I did find she loves the water. So we did swimming this past summer. Um, I found a theater and arts program that is interesting and something that she could, it's actually a, um, a program that she can do through high school. And so that's near here. That's something that would be so finding something to help them bolster things that they love instead of us putting something on them through the assumption that this is better. Right. And this can be tough for a lot of us. Right. Because we have a one, a narrow view. But in mindful parenting, in evolved parenting, conscious parenting, we're allowing and we're trusting our children. And we're guiding and um, supporting them through what it is that they love. And this reminds me, this whole thing reminds me of something that I read in Dr. Shafali's book, The Awakened Family, um, where her in the, um, she talks about finding Zen in the conflict, finding the Zen in the conflict where you allow the struggles to rise and be expressed, knowing that authenticity often looks like conflict. You can reframe power struggles as power sharing and channel the energy behind the conflict to solutions for empowerment. So our conflict, the solution was to let go of the whole process, to drop out of the process. And, you know, the goal is for my, me to support my daughter in what it is that she is interested in. 
And that's it. And for her to have the space to even explore that. Because oftentimes we put things on children and then they don't have the space to explore things and then they don't know what they like and what they want to do. I mean, look at ourselves, a lot of us. <laughs> we don't know because we didn't have the opportunity to explore what we liked and what we wanted to do. We just went along to get along. We did what we thought, quote unquote, was appropriate. Or what would we thought would bring us the success and the whatever, as opposed to really getting inside ourselves and knowing what that looked like for us, because we have had the opportunity and the space to explore it. It's a whole different energy in your household when you can express yourself and you can try out different things, right? All of those things matter. So another um, huge thing in this evolved parenting process is to <clears throat> really challenge yourself to speak to your child differently, right? Because again, if you grew up in situations where you may not have heard encouraging and empowering words um, regularly, that has to be built within you. And that's something you can start doing from early on, right? Um, and it really starts from how you talk to yourself within yourself. Like how, and really start with how you respond to things within yourself. So for me, I know that I had to be mindful of how I responded to like making a mistake or ha having a quote unquote failure. Inside myself, I would feel like it was doom and gloom for me. So of course, there were points in my parenting where I did the same thing to my daughter, <laughs> right? The other thing is body image for me. So I would always be so focused on my body that I would not um, be so focused on my body or talk badly about my body. And that, even though I have not talked badly about my daughter's body, you know, her hearing or seeing how I function within my own body, of course, is going to impact how she does with hers. Of course. So all of this, your self-evaluation and your wellness directly impacts those who are around you. And of course, it's going to directly impact your children, how they see themselves, how they speak to themselves, how they interact with their friends. And it's not always going to translate, you know, directly. Right. Because I know that recently, for example, I was taking my daughter and her friend somewhere and I, you know, in their conversation, they were not speaking very nicely about people, like the way that they were describing people. And I know that she definitely doesn't get that from me because, you know, me and my friends, my friends are her aunties. Like we are great. Great. And I'm so grateful for that kind of relationship. Um, she can talk to them about things that she can't talk to me about and all of those things. But 
So everything is not always directly translated, but you know, you can always take the evaluation period to ask yourself if I can do something differently, if I can do something better. And so even in that, even though I know that that's not directly translatable from something that she may have seen me doing, it's just a part of, I guess, being a teenager, maybe, I can definitely step up and start to compliment my friends more, talk about their positive attributes, you know, do those kinds of things directly in front of her, you know, to show her how to generate that kind of energy in relationships. So that is definitely something that is on my agenda. And we see how this evolving, this shadow work, all of that, this is ongoing. And when you know that it's ongoing and you are up to the task, you just, it doesn't become, you know, in the beginning, it's like, oh, daunting. And you feel like you're making mistakes and you're going to make mistakes. I don't care if you're 25 years in, you're going to make mistakes because this is life. You're learning, you're building something new, right? And so just that awareness. So if I could say there's three things that you need to have in this process of evolved parenting. One, you have to have the willingness to change. Two, you have to develop the um, inner um, evaluation, the self-evaluation, the self-reflection to think of what it is that you could do differently. And that has to be values-based, right? So what are your values? How, what do you value and how are you sharing those values and teaching those values to your child or children, right? And the other thing is that there's going to have to be a lot of acceptance and trust. Trust over your children and your um, their process and who they are. With that will come a lot of, um, for me, prayer, you know, um, those, those things really assist in your trust and acceptance because you're not just praying for, you're praying for them. You're praying over their ability to be their best self. Okay. Their guidance, their protection, all of those things. Okay. Whatever your spiritual practice is. Your children are also looking at that. I'm, I, I laugh because my daughter has seen me for a long time, you know, doing various self-care practices. And oh God, I remember when she was like six years old and she would see me taking hot baths all the time. And she wanted to take her hot bath too. And she would go in my bathroom. Of course, she's six, go in my bathroom and take my uh, oils. But she didn't know what the oils were. So one time, oh, my baby, Lord. And now I think about it and I'm like, oh my gosh. She used cinnamon oil, cinnamon essential oil. If anybody knows about essential oils, cinnamon essential oil is hot, okay? <laughs> it's concentrated cinnamon. Cinnamon is spicy. So, you know, this was like serious, okay? And my poor child was burned, burned, burning. Her skin, her skin didn't burn. She didn't get any degree burns or anything like that, but she jumped out. She's screaming and I smelled the cinnamon because um, her door was closed. So I didn't, you know, smell the cinnamon before that. But I smelled the cinnamon when I opened it. I was like, oh my gosh. So I had to like rub her down with oil. <laughs> oh, my baby. 
So, but she still continues that. Like she goes, she gets these, I have dried lavender in my house. She'll take some lavender. She'll take some of my oils that I have and different things and put it in the bathtub, um, different herbs and things like that and put it in the bathtub and, and, and take a bath. And she's learning. She's learning how to express herself. I'm grateful that we have the ability to have the level of support that we have so that she can really grow up with a sense of wellness, okay? Mental wellness, emotional wellness, and self-trust and skills and tools that she can use. And she often, some of those things she sees me doing in our interactions with each other, in our conversations, but she also um, knows to seek those things out from what she has seen. So those are three things. If I were to say there are three things um, right now that I know, right? Because this uh, evolving, right? So <laughs> I may evolve in my understanding and my tools. And so, yeah, those would be the three things. If you have anything that you would add or anything that you have experienced, I would love to hear your story about how you have made some growth in your parenting and in yourself. Um, so another thing that I really want to highlight, okay, um, with Evolved Parenting with that, and I really highly recommend uh, Dr. Shafali's books, um, and something that I um, definitely uh, advocate for and I teach in, in coaching and in talking to parents and talking to moms and having conversation, public conversations. Um, one of her recommendations, as well as mine, is to challenge, chan, channel your complaints into action. Instead of complaining, ask what you can do to change the dynamic. Shift from blaming your children to taking responsibility for your role and allowing the dynamic to continue and believe in yourself and your power to create the change. Transformative, passive complaining to powerful and assertive action. Right. So this is something that I absolutely talk about, um, something that will be um, a sort of an affirmation and a sorts, not in this exact these words, of course, um, for me. Uh, and for others, but it's imperative that oftentimes, and this is with anybody in our lives, and I've done it with, you know, my mending my relationship with my mom and, you know, just other people in my life, and even with myself, that, you know, turning these complaints, these things that you see as, you know, instead of seeing something negative to complain about, See it as an opportunity for growth, for advancement, for learning something new, for doing something greater, right? Because um, we have so many opportunities, possibilities in the way that things can turn out in any situation. And oftentimes when we're in the midst of it, we can't see that. This is why support is important. So if you have someone supporting you as a parent through a process, it's very powerful. It, it makes you accountable. It gives you um, more tools to think about, help you think about different tools that you can use 
etc. But definitely, this, in my opinion, is probably the, the crux and the center of Evolved and Empowered Parenting because it really gives you the, it empowers you to be the person to step up. It empowers you and it shows you that you have the power to shift things. And that's absolutely, positively, and unequivocally important in making the changes because the changes are generational. You know, when you're doing something different and you're having different responses, others are going to challenge you. So you're going to have to know what it is that you are what your focus and your goals are and what your what you value. Okay. Now this is not a you know let the children run the show completely situation. Because there are times and situations where yes, you're going to have to if your values part of your values are respect, you're absolutely going to have to tell to um, give consequences for your children when they do things disrespectfully. Um whether it's um purposeful or not, right? Um, because when you have children of different ages and you have different situations, you're trying out new ways of seeing things and being and doing things, right? And so um, I highly encourage parents to look into this process. If you need support, I am here. And it is definitely a process. It is a process of unlearning most of, and I've said it from the beginning of my movement, the majority of what you're doing is unlearning. Okay. Then the next step is rebuilding something new that we're stepping into. And so choose well, choose well. There's many people out there um, for you to observe, for you to consider, and um, just give it a try. And I want to hear your stories because I know all of us have stories. I want to know about your parenting journey and evolving as a parent and evolving as a person, as a mother, as a wife, as an um, employee, as a businesswoman, whatever it is, because it is a journey. It is a journey. We all have something to share. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this was useful to you. I pray that all is well with you and that you enjoy um, the rest of your day. Peace and blessings. Did you like that? I know it was as informative for you as it was for me. Look, this is a process for all of us. And to keep this process going, I would love to invite you to donate to our podcast. We want to continue to give you high-level content, beautiful content that enlightens and inspires and broadens your vision to elevate you and evolve. So please feel free to go to the podcast page at anchor.fm forward slash mommy matters. We would love to hear your questions and comments as well so that we can discuss them in future podcasts. And you can email that to momevolve at gmail.com. You can 
can also visit the website and send your comments there, www.mommyevolves.com. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Peace and love.